Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Happy Like Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet and they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit and work. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by dropstore.co.za. If you want to start an online e-commerce business, Dropstore helps you create an online website and it helps you find products from suppliers to sell on your online store, add them to your online store and ship them directly to your customers easily. You will never have to pay upfront for an inventory, which keeps your risks very low. Visit dropstore.co.za to find products or to distribute your products to the thousands of resellers on the platform. Use Dropstore to start and grow your online business today. Hey, welcome to the Apply Builder Podcast. My name is Adewale Adejumo. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about how to let go of pain you have, that others have caused you. So if you have been hurt by someone, a situation tied to a company, a job, or your actions, today I'm going to help you gain an understanding of how to let go of hurt and how to start to condition your mind to have better thoughts. And you will gain an, an, an understanding of the physical changes that also occurs in your body when you let go, accept, and forgive. The first question is, why do we hurt? We hurt because of our ego. The cause of chronic hurt is normally due to the fact that we have not let go of a situation or someone that has hurt us. Okay, we, we do not fully accept our situations and, and ourselves. And still, we want the world to accept us. People who want the world to accept them will always have something to be miserable about. And without resolving our hurts by letting go of our past issues and letting go of the perfect picture of the situations we want but cannot have, we will carry our hurts with us. And the result of carrying around hurt is that we hurt others. So if you want to have better relationship with others, you first need to have a better relationship with yourself. Your ego is the situations in your life you tie your identity to. Identities we created and attached to situations linked to mental triggers such as our social status, jobs, business, getting a partner, keeping a partner, friendship, and care for loved ones. These situations are linked to our survival, but it's the it's the wisdom and awareness of these of these patterns that help us live a more conscious life. So, the goal the goal is to realize these patterns because it allows us to change our habits, to control the thoughts that arise, and maintain our our psychological freedom in their presence. So, how to become how do you become more aware of these patterns? You need to to become to become more aware of these patterns. You need to get to know these mental triggers and learn to learn to become aware of them. You can become aware of them when you meditate by observing your thoughts as they form during meditation. And once you are aware of them, you can acknowledge them and choose to act on them if you wish. But you don't need to be ruled by them. So people tie their identity to their work, the way they look the way they dress, speak, accent, some even to the way they walk. 
their partners, their companies, their jobs, their house, their car, the past they have had, and, and for even the type of future they envision themselves having. That last one, the future they envision themselves having, is the hardest one of them all. That is the one that is the one that causes the biggest pain and suffering for the majority of human beings and that causes people to not simply enjoy the present because their minds yes, get consumed by the perfect ego. The ego where everything in the world and everyone is just as they want it. To me, it is insanity because the world will never be as you want it. You can change the future, but you must learn to accept yourself in the present and see your life as it comes to be and appreciate who you have become. And you need, to, you need to accept the things you cannot change and make peace with them. After all, you have no control over anything outside of yourself. The only control you have is control over how you react to things in your life. When you start to understand this, this, this superpower that you have, and also note that your reality has been shaped by your attachment to your ego, you can begin to, de to detach yourself from this construct you have created and start to see the world as it is and accept the world as it comes to be. So each time you see the world as it is and bring your mind to the present and fe you feel blissfulness. This is the power of detachment. Detachment from the past and the future and your mask identity to become present with yourself. The ego is the reason we get heartbroken and grief. And why, and why it is easier to get over someone dying than a person who broke your heart. You can detach easier from an imagined future when the person no longer exists. Your mind is more accepting of things it can see. Dealing or getting over grief and outbreak are not under the same way. With grief, you let go. With outbreak, you must forgive and let go. And this is why it is much easier to deal with grief than it is to deal with a broken heart. So when you find yourself in situations where things have not happened favorably for you, and there is nothing you can do to change it, you need to let go of the imagined future you had and forgive the person and the situation. And sometimes that also means forgiving yourself. I'm sure you've heard that time and time again to forgive yourself. So what does it, what does it mean? What does that even mean to forgive yourself? Forgiving yourself means to let go of what could and accept what is without having negative emotions in the present. So I'm going to use a last example here. And okay, so say you set a target for yourself for meditation. Like I said, a very last example. You say you will meditate for a day or seven days straight. And then on the third day, something happened. Or maybe you just don't feel like meditating because you feel tired. Some people will feel guilty for not keeping to the promise they made for themselves. This could be going to the gym, your diet, your studies, your work. If you notice all, if you notice, right, all these examples are promises to yourself. If you don't keep your promise to yourself, you need to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for not having created the exact future you had imagined. Forgive yourself and tell yourself you deserve the rest and learn from yourself. Forgive yourself for not doing everything you now know that you could have done to make situations from the past better. 
Forgive yourself for hurting the people you love. Accept that you cannot change the past and love and appreciate the person that you've grown into. Learn from each time you forgive yourself because it has helped to shape you into a better person. I once read a quote somewhere that forgiveness without a change in behavior is just manipulation. And this applies when someone asks for forgiveness, get forgiven, but doesn't change their behavior. So why wouldn't this apply to you too? It does. It applies to you. Learn from each time you forgive yourself and always look for a better way of keeping your promises to yourself. So when you start to keep your promises to yourself, you will become unstoppable. Our ego is essential. It must be used as a tool to help us set targets for ourselves and help us learn. However, it is not who we are. Who we are is who we are in each present moment. It is important to note that you are not your future or your past. Who you are is who you are in each present moment of your life. I don't want to confuse your ego with your status. Your ego is your perceived identity in any situation that is personal to you. Your status is how others perceive you to be. So, to that, right? You cannot get rid of your ego. That is, that is simply impossible. Even if you manage to get rid of yours, you would need to be isolated on Mars to escape the, 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 the egos of other people. Because ego is weaved into the fabric of a society, which is why we have social status. It's sad, but it's a reality. Social status is a measurement of social value. Measuring our social value, that's just messed up. And this is tied to your assumed competence, level of honor, and even the level of respect people feel you deserve. Your social status differs based on the company you work for, the color of your skin, your sexual orientation, the people you, the country you are from, not to even mention the material things that, the material things society attaches to our social status. So in short, you cannot escape the ego, but you can let go of it and forgive situations and people so that, so that you can, so that you can take control of your ego and you do not let it control you. Through forgiveness and letting go, you can, you can be able to experience life better. You forgive the past and you let go of the identity you, to, you know, that you tie to an imagined future which does not exist. When you forgive the past, you can move on without negative emotions being triggered. When you let go of an imagined future, for example, a future with a person or a job or say what you imagine your life would look like, then you can be able to make courageous choices in the present. According to a study titled How the Brain Heals Emotional Wounds, the, the Functional Neural Anatomy of Forgiveness, this was conducted by a scientist called Emiliano Ricciardi and several others. They studied the, the human brain, which revealed that forgiveness changes the neural function of the human brain. It is not just nonsense that people say. It is backed by actual science. In this study, they examined the brain. They, they examined the brain correlates to forgiveness using functional magnetic resonance imaging. The acronym for that is FMRI. 
So how they performed this study was by giving the participants imaginary social scenarios that described emotionally hurtful events, which was followed by the indication of <laughs> I need some water, which was followed by the indication to either forgive the imagined offenders or harbor a grudge towards them. The participants rated their imaginative skills, um, skills, levels of anger, frustration, and relief when imagining negative events as well as forgiveness. Forgiveness was associated with positive emotional states as compared to unforgiveness. And the studies showed that granting forgiveness was associated with activation in a brain network which comprised of precaneous, right inferior parietal ranges, um, regions and the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. I'm not going to um, I will not share, I won't go into details about the functions of this, of this uh, part of the brain network, but what if study found was that forgiveness makes us smarter, it makes us more empathetic, and improves our cognitive function. And you can have better relationship with people at work, school, at home, in public. This is because letting go and forgiveness helps you to let go of negative emotions and feelings. It allows you to be more present so that you can have a more blissful happiness in your life. So why do we hold on to source? <laughs> why do we hold on to the source of our hurt, our pain, our suffering? That thing that happened, or that opportunity we lost out on, or that person we hurt or, or lost. It is because we tie our identity of how we want the present and our future to be with the person or that thing or that opportunity. We can end our suffering by detaching ourselves from our source of pain, by recognizing the source and realizing that it is because of our ego. Our ego causes our suffering. Suffering occurs when we attach ourselves to an imagined life in the present. It is madness, yet we do it. Let go of the source of your pain. Become aware of it and detach yourself from it by accepting it. Because it is. Accept the truth. The truth is there. Accepting the truth is accepting reality. When we accept reality, practice forgiveness and practice gratitude, we can live happily and still pursue our goals fearlessly. The awareness of the ego silences it and brings it to the present. A technique I use to quickly get my mind to the present is by asking myself, what am I thinking right now? Then I pause to observe my thoughts. Try it. Ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? And try to watch your thoughts. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Most of the time, your mind will go quiet when you try to observe it. You can observe your thoughts when you have mastered being an observer. And in most cases, for most people, the mind stops when we become aware of it. Ask yourself again. Ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? Then quietly observe. See again? In most cases, the mind just goes quiet. However, that's just a way to quieten the mind. 
a way to stop your ego from from controlling you is by following principles is by following the principles to deal with what's happening outside of you and the basic principles to live by to not let your ego control you are one be kind to everyone two forgive everyone quickly number three give everyone love and if you're wondering how to deal with the voices in your head try the following as well be kind to yourself forgive yourself quickly give yourself love apply those principles to yourself and you will see your life transform loving yourself forgiving yourself and being kind to yourself is a process however when you go through the process and perform them daily you will appreciate yourself and realize your, and you realize your worth the ego is a mental mask which itself is a problem because like a lot of people they take on the ego they believe makes them look cool to other people a form of peer pressure and social pressure they put on a mask they live a life they think they should live because others love and approve it instead of living a life that is true to themselves how do you even know the life that is true to you if you don't know that you are wearing a mask and we all go through life wearing masks as a baby all you did was eat cry eat your own poop and sleep then you started growing up and tried to 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 learn mask upon mask on end and what you now call adulthood however under the mask you are still just a child not truly knowing who you are but ready to begin a new life at any time so it is your job and your duty to do your own internal work to find your real your real self and walk your own path and one of the steps of that path is knowing your real self is is knowing your real self and there is no skipping a step if you are to become a happier version of yourself. So when you hurt, you will hurt people around you. Simple. And until you come to the realization that all the pain and hurt are linked to your choice and your sense of purpose that you, that you will begin to heal yourself. So as a rule, you should not tie your purpose to a person, a job, or a company. In life, you can either react to a situation or respond to it. And most time, we react to situations in our lives instead of responding. We blame instead of taking accountability. Blame is a reaction of a wounded ego. When you respond instead of reacting, you take responsibility. The first step anyone needs to take towards healing, healing is taking responsibility for their hurt and their pain because you create them by refusing to let go of a situation which you have no control over. The only thing that we have real control over is our mind and our actions. The actions you can take towards protecting yourself from pain and suffering in the future are setting a clear purpose for your life and not to tie it to another human being. Secondly, you need to... Secondly, you could not have tied your purpose to your business either. And thirdly, and I'm going to repeat this line again, to never tie your purpose to anyone, a job, or a company. Your purpose should be tied to you and your contribution. 
This is because anything outside of yourself can be taken from you, but no one can take away your service to others. It's yours. And after taking, after taking full responsibility for all your choices that created your pain, you need to practice letting go and forgiveness. Forgiveness is said to be when you can remember a situation or person or thing that caused you pain and hurt, but you no longer feel pain and hurt. For you to forgive, you need to forgive you need to you need to feel your hurt you need to go through your hurt if you avoid admitting how hurt you felt and feeling your hurt you will continue to hurt to forgive and let go i recommend meditating if you were to do this you can imagine and see yourself experiencing the most heinous hack that someone did to you to cause you pain and visualize that situation that makes you wake up out of bed sweating and crying. Feel it and go through it and let go of it. And that, my friend, is how to let go of pain that other people have caused you. If you really enjoyed this podcast episode, I would really appreciate it if you were to share this with someone that you know could benefit from this. And if you don't want to miss any future episodes that we'll be releasing, please click the subscribe button or the follow button if you are on appylagbrida.com. I'm Adewade Dijumo, and this is the Appylagbrida podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo. On Instagram, at Wale Adejumo. And on Twitter, at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Epilogue Builder Podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.